Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, aka the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise, as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey, from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. And I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hey, 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 hello, and welcome to another beautiful week here at Light Above Solitude. I am your host, Kalia. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode with Ermi Ravel. What a beautiful, beautiful soul. If you haven't checked out that episode, please be sure to do so. Um, you can go to lightabovesolitude.com slash guests and look up Ermi Ravel, or it'll be the um, second to latest episode if you're on the episodes page. We just chatted about um, animals and children and the connection that we've had with the animals in our lives as as children, (laughs) our childhood pets, and how they really affected um, how we view the life around us and, and some of the things that we experienced by having children in our life, so or pets in our life, excuse me. So make sure you go back and check out that episode and follow her podcast, The Eternal Paradigm. It is um, everywhere you can find podcasts and it is also easily accessible at eternalparadigm.com and on Instagram at the eternal underscore paradigm underscore podcast. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about kind of some intentions and how to not get overwhelmed when life is turning into its new normal. I'm not going to say getting back to normal because we're now going through this transition period and figuring out what the new normal is going to look like because we can't really go back to old, right? Once we've experienced this change, we have to adapt to it. We have to grow with this change. And for me personally, I've had some interesting um, insight in myself, kind of getting caught up in this, oh, everything's opening and everything's, you know, back up and running and I can do this and I can do that. And my, my business, Front Seat Rider, is predominantly an in-person vendor event business and so I'm doing pop-up shops here and there and markets started opening and more events started opening and I'm getting really excited filling up my calendar but I'm realizing am I getting too excited am I jumping into things too fast am I not gonna 
you know, have that balance that I've come to enjoy over the past few months. Um, I know I'm not the only one when, you know, this last year and a half, we've had to really figure out what is important to us and finding that balance in life and doing some inner work so that we're comfortable being by ourselves or with our families. Um, But like, how do we go from one side of that paradigm, one side of that experience into this new normal experience? I think a lot of us have been just jumping in feet first, but I feel like that's going to cause a lot of burnout. I just have a few quick ideas on how we can save ourselves from that burnout and go gracefully into this new normal without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling like we overscheduled ourselves or that we're not, you know, giving us or the people around us the time that they deserve and that we deserve. So first off, it has come very clear to me that I need to rewrite my intentions. Now that things are opening and I'm realizing what I do and do not want to do, what I want to go back to and what I don't want to go back to, I need to rewrite my intentions for this last half of the year. Because 2021 is now more than half over. And so my goals from the beginning of the year to now have switched and changed a little bit and kind of morphed into this new set of goals. And so I need to now create new intentions and I'm a really firm believer in writing down your intentions, getting, getting your desires and your wishes out on paper, the, that, that real power of the pen per se. And so I need to take time personally this week to write down my new intentions for where I want to be come December 31st, 2021, what I want the rest of this year to look like. And from those intentions, Um, I like to do a practice called your ideal day. And if you intend to, you know, meditate every day or, or start a new habit or whatever it is, that habit needs to have a place to go during the day, right? You need to schedule it into your calendar. So how I do this is, is kind of a form of intention, but I call it the ideal day. I'll write out what my perfect day is going to look like. So I'll write out from when I'm going to wake up in the morning to when I'm going to go to bed at night and just write out a schedule. You can either um, one side of the paper write the time of day or just journal like what you did that day. You can do it in past tense, like, oh, I had the most perfect day today. Here's my ideal day and what it looked like. I'm so happy and blessed that I got to experience this. I woke up at 7.30 without my alarm, blah, 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 all the things that you want to include into your ideal day. Or you can just write it like a planner, like these are the things I, I did, or these are the things I want to do. So I would take this exercise, do for your ideal day. Now, This all depends on your schedule, whether you're working, whether you have a family or children to take care of, but the ideal, start with what is your personal perfect day. If that's a day to yourself, if that's a day successful, you know, working 
in your career or in your business, or if that's a family day, whatever the day that sounds most appealing to you when you're sitting down to write this exercise, do that. And then because because all of our schedules are different and say a weekday may look different from a weekend, go ahead and write out your ideal weekday or your ideal weekend, whichever one that you didn't do the first time. So in the next exercise, I like to expand it to what is my ideal week? If I say Monday is all about me day, if I say Sunday is all about spirituality and this is the things I do for my spiritual practices, or if I say Saturday is all about family day and this is the ideal family day I want to see and, you know, Thursdays is all about budgeting and taking care of my home and so these are the ideal things I would like to do on Thursdays. Map out just a general outlook on what your perfect week would look like. All the things that you in your in your perfect world would take care of or would would see through or would really you know benefit from or wish and desire to have in your life (laughs) i'm gonna have to apologize if you hear background noise i am still house sitting like we mentioned in ermy's episode last week this is our our last week here at the house we're sitting for for friends and the dogs are currently very playful so i have dogs walking around behind me if you hear little clicky clacky nails and I some of them are moaning groaning whatever you know whining in the living room it's it's whatever and I think Ryder just picked up a bone to start chewing so if you hear any background noise I am so sorry but um if you follow me for any length of time (laughs) you are also a dog fan and you know that that's just how it is that's just life right So anyway, start with your ideal day, then work into your ideal week. Then from there, work into your ideal month. If there's things that you do on a monthly basis, say what my best friend and I used to do, she started it and I copied her, (laughs) which happens often. She has brilliant ideas. But what she used to do is have a monthly me date. And so that day every month, she would go out and take herself out to her uh, most favorite places. So she'd go to her favorite breakfast place, have coffee, do some journaling, have breakfast. Then she'd take herself, you know, out on a walk to her favorite beach or her favorite bookstore, wherever it is. And so I kind of copied that and I did some of my own me dates, but I would suggest writing those things down and um, really addressing what is your ideal me date and what is your ideal month. If your month has two, two or three me dates or just one me date or there's things that you do just once a month, you can incorporate that in your practice as well. So go ahead and just create your ideal week, you know, day, week, and then month and, and kind of fit in all those intentions that you've already written and I do have an episode on some tips for intentions I'll put that in the show notes below too to help you if you're not familiar with really creating intentions in your life um and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is boundaries now the easiest way we get overwhelmed is we continue to say yes to things right things are opening up there's more opportunities there's more things to experience there's more things to go out and do which comes with more things to say yes to right so 
When we're thinking about boundaries, I want you to really think about no being a complete sentence. I know we all feel obligated when we are turning somebody down or denying an invite or something like that to give an excuse, not necessarily an excuse, but to give a reason, some sort of justification for our answer. But I want to start normalizing that no is okay. If you want to elaborate, you can, but that is not a necessity. And I've been trying to practice this in my own life. Just say, no, I don't need to apologize. I've been refraining for apologizing. Another side note that I've been practicing is instead of apologizing all the time, I'm thanking people. So instead of, oh, I'm so sorry I'm late, thank them. Thank you for being patient with me. You know, thank you for waiting for me. And just switching that that lingo because an apology really means or really implies that you've done something wrong and you have not. Saying no to something isn't wrong because it allows you to say yes to something else. And that yes can simply just be you time or a nap or, or you know, much needed rest, much needed time to write your intentions or write your ideal week, things like that. So don't feel like saying no needs to be justified or needs to be um, elaborated on. You feel free to just say no and that's it. The people who love and respect you will love and respect that that's your answer. But really look at your intentions and figure out what activities are complementary to those intentions. So if you're working on um, intending more business in your career or whatever, then are you saying yes to the things that are supporting that intention? Are you saying yes to things that are distracting you away from those intentions? So be really clear when you set out your ideal day to look back on those things and when you're going through life, say, Does this support my ideal day? Does this support the intentions I have for the rest of the year, for next year, whatever, how, whatever time frame you're doing this for? And if they don't, just know that no is a perfectly complete answer and that is okay. And it's healthy and we need to normalize that no is a complete sentence. And then lastly, I just want to, um, quick reminder when it comes to this sort of stuff and not getting overwhelmed with this new new way of living and the expedited priorities of life which that's what it seems like for me is to really check in with yourself as often as possible check in with your gut I feel a lot of things in my sacral or my gut and just say is this supporting me is this supporting my intentions if it's an immediately uh uh-uh Um, then try to think about ways that you can support your intentions more. And also, like I said, make sure you check in with your ideal plan. Are these things that I'm saying yes to all the time, are they supporting my intentions in my ideal day, or are they distracting away from what I want my life to look like? Just quick, quick, quick tips. Make sure you write down your intentions for the next, you know, the remainder of the year or the next year or whatever we're working on. Create an ideal day, and then if you want to go from there, create an ideal week and an ideal month. 
Make sure you are setting your boundaries and remembering that no is a complete sentence and it should be normalized. You do not need to justify yourself. And to self-reference and check in with yourself as much as possible. Check in, does this feel right for me? Does this align with my ideal plan, my ideal day, week, and month? I hope that these tips have helped you short and sweet episode today, but I want to leave you with a channeled message, um, just some divination from the book Letters to a Starseed. I did um, a few episodes back and I got really good feedback from that and I love that you enjoyed it. So I wanted to read you another message from this book and I'm just going to jump in a page and... Let's see, it looks like it's a short poem, so I love that. It is called Starseed Activation. If you do have the book, um, Letters to a Starseed by Rebecca Campbell, this is page 144. <sighs> Starseed Activation. I surrender to my role as an alchemist. I lean into the uncomfortable and open my heart when I most want to close. I heal what I am here to heal. I face what I am here to face. I embrace what I am here to embrace. I take my place as an ancestor of times to come. I welcome the shadows in order to transform the past wounds into gold. I embrace the seasons of my life. I commit to begin here in matter. I call my soul all the way in, from my fingertips to my toes. I love that. I love that so much. For me, this speaks a lot to those intentions and staying staying aligned with your ideal plan and your ideal intentions. This is, you know, I'm, I'm only here to deal with what I'm here to deal with. And if they don't align with that ideal desire of my soul, what I'm here to do, then I'm going to say no and I'm going to set those boundaries. So I love that Starseed Activation poem. So page 144 if you guys have the book. And if you don't, make sure you pick it up. This has been a fantastic book. I'm still reading it. I, As you know, like I said, we're house sitting. So I've had um, a few extra things on my plate. And like I said, this message is something that I needed to hear as well because I have just been jumping in feet first and booking my calendar and I haven't um, allowed myself the time I've needed to read this book and finish this book. But being able to um, read you some of these messages have been really great. And if you enjoy these messages or if you've gotten the book and you've gotten some really good insights out of it as well, go ahead and leave me a message. Hit me up on IG. I'm at the Spiritual Dog Mom. I'd love to chat with you. If this has helped you, uh, make sure you share this episode with a friend so that we can get the word out and really fill up our community. If you're not part of our free Luminaries community, go ahead and jump in there too. You can find it at luminaries.lightabovesolitude.com or if you are on lightabovesolitude.com, there is a place in the top bar menu um, that says join luminaries and come on over it's free it's fantastic some of um, our podcast guests are in the community so we would love to have you over there to continue this conversation around spirituality and self-discovery and anything else you'd like to chat about so until next week guys i love you so so much talk to you later bye 
you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.